Selfish Sesh would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land that this podcast was recorded and produced on, the Wurundjeri and Bunurong peoples of the East Kulin Nations. We pay our respect to their elders past, present and emerging, and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. Hello, my lovers, and welcome to the Selfish Sesh. As always, I am blessed to be in those little ear holes of yours. Now, when I used to do my interview episodes, I would give you a little life update, but this season, basically what I will be doing is one interview, then one short mini life update episode. So I will spare you. I will spare you my life update. I also have nothing to talk about because I have done nothing in the past week. I have been very, very boring and very, very well behaved. That is so unlike me, but next weekend is my little birthday dinner. So I'm sure I will have some stories to tell on the podcast next week. But this week, Don't I have a little treaty for you in today's episode because I am joined by Raquel Boris. Now, she is the founder of Who is Elijah Perfume, a brand that I'm sure you were aware of because it is literally stocked in every boutique that I ever walk into and it smells absolutely fucking delicious. Now, Raquel actually started her brand in her early 20s, and since launching in 2018, Who is Elijah is now stocked in over 200 stockists across the globe, more locally, including David Jones, The Iconic, and Adore Beauty, and as I said, literally every cool boutique you'll ever walk into. Of course, Raquel has some very interesting business advice, but what I love about her story the most is actually how Who is Elijah came to be, because it has the most fascinating origin story. It all started during a wild night out at Coachella. How cool is that? So it is a true story of stopping to smell the roses and being present because you never, ever know what the universe will throw at you. Now enough from me, let's get on to the interview. Hello Raquel and welcome to the Selfish Sesh. I'm very excited to be talking to you today. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. No worries. Now, since this show is all about exploring our sense of self, I like to ask all my guests who they are in three words or less. It's harder than it sounds. Um, in three words or less, I say I'm a mom, I'm a wife, and I'm replying to an email. <laughs> <laughs> Always replying to an email. I love that. Now, you are the founder of a very popular independent fragrance house, Who is Elijah? And when I was doing research for this episode, I just read the most interesting article about this brand and I love it and I I just need to hear about it. But basically, the brand was born in the wildest way while partying at Coachella, nonetheless. What what happened there? I mean, for everyone that knows me, um, I am a bit of a party girl. So, so I think to all my friends, it's not that wild. But I mean, so lucky, right? Like I went to Coachella in 2017, you know, young 23-year-old, like ha- had a good job working in the corporate field, but um, definitely had no sort of foresight 
that I was going there to create a business or come up with an idea to create a business. But yeah, I was just on a fun trip with my best friend and my now husband. We had just started dating. So we sort of like, he's been with me since the very beginning, so which is really cool. And he now works in the business with me. But yeah, basically one of my friends that I was with introduced um, me to one of his girlfriends from Queensland and she sort of joined our, our group for the trip. And she just smelled so amazing. She was, was like this most intoxicating, like really, really strong fragrance. Um, and I asked her what it was and it was just this little like cheap bottle of oil fragrance from India. Um, and I was just so captivated by it. And it, fragrance wasn't something that I really cared about. At, you know, at 23, I think I cared more about, you know, what I was wearing and what makeup I had rather than like what I smelt like. So, so like left field, like never would have in a million years would have thought that this is what I would be doing. But I started wearing that oil because I tracked it down online to buy it for myself. And I started wearing it around Bondi, around Sydney. And, you know, people were coming up to me in bars and on the streets asking what fragrance I was wearing. And I I, I can't, I've got like the worst memory, but I'm going to say like within like six months of Coachella is when I said, maybe we should make this into a perfume, like into a fragrance. And that's when the journey started. And then we launched our first fragrance, His Her, in October 2018. And Coachella was April 2017, just to give you a bit of a bit of an idea. That's amazing. I feel like the moral of the story is to go out, get slizzard and land on a business idea. But I love that you say that you're a party girl because I feel like that is so frowned upon in the business the business sector, but you you owned it. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it's all over Instagram. I'm not going to try and hide it. <laughs> Responsible party girl, I'll add in there. True. And I think it's almost a story of literally, and this is a bit dad jokey, but to stop and smell the roses. Is this kind of fluidity and seize the day type mindset always a way that you've lived by or have you been someone who's been a bit more logical and pragmatic? God, I wish I was logical and pragmatic. Um, No, I've always been sort of like go with the flow, very sporadic. Um, I think my team secretly hates it. Um, My husband says he loves me for it, but he's sort of the more like logical thinker, the planner, which is you know, perfect. The two of us together in a business is great (laughs) Um, because we sort of cover all bases. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm so just, I don't know, I, I guess I just, I just love life and try not to, try not to put too much pressure on things. And obviously there's certain things that, um, you know, I have to be, you know, really plan for it and be very strategic with things. But I think for the most part, um, I just love going with the flow and look where it's gotten me so far. So it must, must work. I really love that attitude. I think that's really different to me, I do love life, don't get me wrong, but I'm someone who's like so well thought out. Everything I do has to be planned to a T and I'm always kind of mitigating risks whenever I can. But I do think that stops you from, you know, just going out there and doing what you want to achieve. Was starting a business something that you always thought you were going to do or that kind of just came within the moment as well? I think a little bit of both. I never had a plan to start a business, but like growing up, up my dad both loved and hated my personality because I was very strong determined and you know just very direct I guess 
Um, and he always sort of thought that I would be like a lawyer or, you know, high up in the corporate world. And I was climbing that corporate ladder. So I did have that sort of business background. But, I, you know, my, my goals were to be like a COO or something like that. But when the chance to make a company came, it definitely wasn't something I was had planned for. But I think I had learned the skill set from, my, you know, where I was working at the time in previous roles. So that really helped. But I will say I used I, my role where I was working as an executive assistant. So, of course, I had to be very organized and I don't know what happened to me, but that has just gone out the door and I'm a completely different worker now because um, I never, you know, now I'm like spending my days trying to be really creative and do the social media, um, do marketing and think of cool ways to get the brand out there, which is nothing that I ever did um, previously. So, I don't know, like I did, I have changed how, I guess, I guess it's just a new role that I've got now. And um, I really rely on my husband, um, who's, I guess I call him the CEO of the business, but I'm the CEO when I want to be, but he is the strategic person behind the scenes. And I get to be like that creative person at the front of the brand. And I actually have my own executive assistant now and she's amazing. So it takes a village. (laughs) I think that's so interesting because like I have a full-time job and then this is kind of like my side hustle, but in my full-time job, if an email is sitting in my inbox for more than 30 minutes, I get anxiety. I just need to do the work, clear it, and I'm so quick and organized for this stuff. I am so slow on the comms. It's just like the last thing I want to do. All I want to do is interview and edit podcasts. I don't want to do all of the admin. (laughs) I know, it takes time. It does. And in terms of now being in a more creative job when you came from a corporate role, Do you feel like you're more yourself now? Like, do you feel more comfortable and confident in your role? No, that's a good question. I've never been asked that. I don't know. I just feel like kind of a different version. I think there's like maybe like the next chapter. I definitely use those skills that I learned being in that corporate background. Like to this day, like I don't think I could have built who was Elijah to what it is now if I hadn't had that experience and maybe if I had only had creative experience I don't know how well I would have gone but I guess you never know yeah I don't know I mean I definitely feel like I'm exactly where I should be and where I'm meant to be and I just think you know I'm a big believer in like manifesting and you know you will get to where you're meant to get to and I think that I just needed to have all of that experience prior to being this creative person to able me to build it into an actual business because I think they're two completely different things definitely and I feel like just talking to you, you have such a positive mindset. Were there any other doubts that you had to overcome or were you ever afraid of launching your own business and stepping out on your own? No, like I never remember. Like, so this is coming, we'll celebrate our fifth birthday this year. And like at the start, it wasn't, you know, I worked full time for the first two years, two and a bit years. So at the start, I don't want to say it was a hobby. It was definitely like a side hustle and I wanted it to be, you know, grow into a business. And, you know, the goal was to hopefully eventually be able to quit my job. And I remember thinking like, oh, if I can just make like $300 a day or $400 a day, like I can quit my job. Like that's great and just work for myself. And, you know, then I would reach a goal and then the next goal would be set and calm. And yeah, I don't know. I don't remember ever being scared because I didn't quit my job and jump into it straight away. Like it took me over two years. So I never had like financial stress. I think that would be the only thing that would deter me if I was ever, you know, if it was ever like financially scary. And I mean, now like there's always, always chasing money to get the next order, but it's a 
bit more like structured now. So no, I don't want, I'm, I'm not going to say I was ever scared. I made a million, million, million mistakes, but have never thought like, oh, fuck, this is too hard. Like, I don't want to do this anymore, which people think like, don't believe me when I say that, but I really, I've never once thought um, I don't want to do this. I just, shit happens and we just fix it. I think if you didn't want to do it too, you probably wouldn't do it because I know owning your own business, you have to be, you have to live and breathe it. And if you didn't love it, I can only imagine how much harder it would be. Yeah, like literally who is Elijah from like the minute I wake up in the morning to like the minute I like go to bed. It's all I think about. It's weird. It's a really, I think it's like a good addiction. (laughs) I think that's a nice way to put it. And you mentioned how you kind of eased your way into eventually working for the business full time and you were, it was more so a side hustle. And I know because I've had 20 side hustles in my life and that can be really tiring. But was it always for you just, you know, your pride and joy that it never really felt like work or were you exhausted at times? Did you face burnout? No, I'm like an energizer bunny. I like don't get get, like tired. I get tired, but no, like I've never like last Friday, for example, I was feeling a little bit like run down during the week. So I gave myself the day off and went and sat at the beach and oh, it was like amazing. So I'm like, now am I, I'm going to like try every Friday to just like work from home or kind of have like a day off. I do like sometimes because we've got two little bait, I've got two little kids as well. So what I, I think I miss is like my alone time. Like I'm either at home with kids or at the office with all the team, which is amazing. But I do miss that just like alone, quiet time, like not talking to anybody or having any sound around me. But I don't feel like I get burnt out just yet, maybe in one more year. (laughs) Do you think that who is Elijah is your purpose? I feel like purpose is such a big word. And for so many people, they might not ever find what they're truly meant to do do you think it is your purpose yeah I really do and like I bloody hope it is or maybe it's not there's something better out there I don't know but (laughs) no I love it I feel like every day I'm like on the path that I'm meant to be on yeah I, I mean I love it I feel so like blessed that every day it doesn't feel like a job and I think that's like so lucky because you spend so much time doing it and I but then I think about times when I did work for my previous employer and I really love that job so like that would but again it's like you'll never work as hard for someone else's company as you will for your own so like yeah it's 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 weird but like and I I really keep that in the back of my mind like with my team like you know I think it's very easy to have really high expectations on a team where it's like well hang on a second I remember when I was an employee and it's like you only pay me X amount, like leave me alone that all the other hours that you're not paying me for. So I really respect that about my team and my team is so good. Like they love who is Elijah so much. And um, I'm, yeah, I really lucked out with that. But yeah, I think I'm definitely doing what I'm meant to be doing. For anyone who's listening, who doesn't know what their purpose is, do you have any advice on how to find it besides from going to Coachella and having a wild night out? <laughs> well, I was going to say Coachella's coming up in about eight weeks. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like mine was just so, I don't know whether it was the universe pushing me to do it and sort of like, you know, putting it in my lap essentially, or just sort of, I don't know, listening to people around me. Not that people were telling me to do this, but like people coming up to me constantly and asking what fragrance I was wearing. Like I could have just brushed it off. Like, oh, this is a really nice fragrance. But it's like, I don't know, like seeing an opportunity and just saying, why not? Like like my own dad was like, 
who the fuck is going to buy your perfume, Raquel? Like stay in your job and stop wasting your money on all of this shit that you're buying because, you know, buying bottles and testing like how to do everything at the very beginning, I probably wasted like ten to $15,000 on stuff that, you know, I was just trying to figure out how to even do it. And yeah, so I, I think I'd say like don't listen to your parents, especially if they are old school like mine. I think it's like seizing opportunities that may seem so small and like maybe insignificant and just yeah I guess exploring what makes you excited and would you say finding what you want to create a business in do you think sometimes you need to go a bit bit left of field yeah I actually I was listening to um a podcast the other day I forget how to pronounce his name but Dave Fogarty I think he own he owns Udi the Udi the Udi that like the jumper thing I don't have one, but his story is like really incredible. So I would like to start listening to podcasts and the way he explained, like I'm kind of the opposite. I didn't like, you know, sort out to find a business. It just, the business idea came to me, but he was like, oh, I want to start a business. What product should, and he like went out and sourced and found a product. So kind of the opposite. And I mean, he's doing amazing. And Dylan, who owns Happy Skin Co, I think he's also really incredible. And I did a podcast with him and he was really cool to speak to and he he's similar story to Dave he you know looked for a product to that was missing from the market and you know wasn't available in the Australian market yet so I think doing it that way or you know I guess you can't force an idea to come to you so if you don't have an idea then maybe go find one I think that's great advice and at the moment too you know with podcasts and the internet it is so easy to access information like there has never been a time that you have basically being able to teach yourself anything what kind of helped me build who is Elijah was listening to podcasts like absolutely like listening to you know um beauty, more like beauty podcast and then business people that like you know were inspiring to me and even if I didn't get any ideas from them it just made my like brain tick over and sort of like think of ideas and like interpreting what they were doing to suit you know who is Elijah and myself better yeah I think we're like so lucky with all the information that we have um, access to and also people who we have access to. Even I'm finding that I'm using TikTok kind of like a search engine now. It's like, oh, what's a good workout that I should be doing for my arms? Or, you know, what's a nice vegan recipe? And it's like, you would never, ever be able to do that you know, two years ago. Wow. I didn't know you could do that on TikTok. Oh my God. I'm not a TikToker. I need to get onto it. I'm so behind. Oh, I love TikTok. Oh. Don't get on it. It's a time warp. You will waste so much time. I need it for work. I feel like I need it for work though. Oh. We mentioned Coachella. It's it's April, I think it is. Is it April? Are you going? Is it now a ritual for you? Yeah, I went last year. Yeah, so last year was the first time I'd actually been since launching Who Was Elijah because COVID and it wasn't on for a couple of years, blah, blah, blah. But yes, I'm going this year and my husband's coming and we're going with some friends and I'm so excited. I'm so excited to get back there. And, um, you know, I love it. It's sort of like where my husband and I fell in love with each other and then also Who Is Elijah. So it's such a special um, like place and time for us. Who knows what business idea you're going to create out of this weekend? That's amazing. I know. <laughs> Maybe even just some scents or whatever. You should do like an activation there one year. That would be so cool. Yeah, I'd love it. It's so expensive like yeah I can imagine hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah but definitely one day we would love to I think it just has such a nice tie-in and I have to ask have you had any other crazy ideas come to life from a wild night probably none that I should say on the podcast (laughs) no I'm joking 
No, I mean, I think this is the the best and craziest one that I've um, come up with. So, but who knows? I'll be in Coachella in eight, in eight weeks. So we'll see what happens. I love that. Maybe that's when you should start your TikTok. You can do some TikTok diaries over there. Gosh, daytime only. <laughs> and thinking about it was only about five years ago that you created this brand. Did you ever think that it would become as big and as popular as it is today? I was telling you offline, I literally see it in every trendy boutique you walk into. I know. I mean, I always had this like fire in my belly, I call it, that it was going to be something, but I never like, I never sort of thought like, oh, I'll get to this point in time where we are now and and you know I feel like five years sounds like a long time but it has gone so fast and we're just about to launch into the UK and we have so many like cool partnerships on the horizon for this year and like no I never thought I was honestly just happy to make my salary of what I was making at my previous job and I would be would have been so happy with that and but I guess with growth it's also come with a lot of pains and you know I often say like I wish I could just go back to the garage days like when we were just working in the garage because it was so simple but it's so cool and I'm so excited to like keep pushing and growing it and you know I'd love to become like a household name and it like sticks around for many many years to come. I was going to ask you what is next for you and who is Elijah is there anything in particular you can tease us now on the podcast? We have some really really cool fragrances launching in July so we're launching um, two as a duo uh, which we've never done before so I'm really excited for that and they're quite different fragrances to what we've done again I always say that but they truly are different (laughs) so I'm really really excited for that we just partnered with a PR agency over in America um so I'm really excited to sort of see some growth and brand awareness there because I mean everyone says it on podcasts like America is so hard to like break into and we've been there for years and like I think it costs us money to be there so um, I'm excited to um, really sort of yeah like build the brand there I'm so excited and I love America so I'm heaps excited for that and we've partnered with this big like retail partner I never really know how to explain what they are but um, it's like really big retail partner that build brands to be like crazy crazy like level of bigness and so we're launching with them in April so they're based in the UK so they're going to launch us into the UK and Europe properly yeah so we're just going to pick a country and every few months launch into a new country with them. So that's really exciting. Yeah, I think that's it. That's so exciting. And you sound very busy. Do you still have time for yourself? I have to ask on this podcast. Yeah, I think I do. I don't know. I mean, I wish I had, like, I definitely forget to get my eyebrows done and things like that, but not important. (laughs) But like I was saying before, I'm going to start giving myself Fridays at home, which I'm really excited for. I think that's um, for like my mental health. I think that'll be really good. And I feel like when I have time to myself, I'm a better mom, a better wife, a better better leader at work. And yeah, I do think just having some me time is definitely what I need. Definitely. And I think we all need that. And anything you can put in place like that will benefit your mental health is so important. I always say that, you know, we work out all the time for our physical health and mental health is exactly the same. It doesn't mean you're in a bad spot, but you just need to do those little things every day that will help benefit it. Absolutely. And speaking of physical health, I need to start going to the gym. But yeah, I think like this year, I do really want to um sort of put a lot of like time and effort into like my well-being because I definitely have put Who's Elijah first for the past four years. And um yeah, I now have like, an amazing team and I'm like confident that it can like run without me there so I'm excited to have a little yeah a little like 
time put in for just me and getting like really healthy and yeah, just being zen. (laughs) I cannot wait to see what you and who is Elijah do next, but I do have one last question for you before we leave. What is something that you do every day that makes you feel alive and the best version of you? It could be anything. Well, I'm going to say, honestly, who is Elijah and going to work, but I want to change that. Like I was just saying, and I want to really, you know, have a morning ritual. I would like, I see like all these girls on Instagram and they've got this amazing morning ritual and I'm like, fuck, I need to do that. So I'll report back in a couple months, but I would really love to have like a morning ritual that I do every day, give myself an hour a day to myself to be outside or exercising. Um, Yeah, I think I'm like, I get like really wound up at times, like agitated. And I think like my outlet is going out for drinks on the weekend where my outlet should be an hour of day having a juice and going for a walk. So doing a little bit of like a life change at the moment. Good luck. I can't wait to hear for the update. I'm sure all the listeners will want an update too. So we'll have to check in. But thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. It was so good chatting. Thank you so much for having me in your ear holes today. As always, please subscribe, rate and review via your favourite podcast app and follow on Instagram at Selfish Sesh. Stay selfish, babes, and chat soon.